Mom life is full of ups and downs and difficult days with seemingly little reward. It can feel like all it is is poopy diapers and spit up for days. Then they grow up and it's driving them here and there, cleaning, laundry, and cooking for days because, well, face it, growing kids eat a lot. It can feel like it's the same day in and day out, and you just wake up to do the same things over and over and over again. Life can be monotonous when you are at home with your kids. Stay-at-home moms, you wake up, you get your kids going, change the poopy diapers, clean the house and do your chores, try to keep the kids entertained, and find fun things for them to do so you can stay sane. Work from home moms, it's a constant battle to keep the kids happy, clean, and fed, and get all your work done. Moms that work out of the house, you get up, get the kids ready, drop them off, go to work, come home, and do all the evening things for your family then wake up the next day and do it all over again. It's easy to get worn out from doing the same thing day in and day out. Mom burnout is real. Don't let it happen to you. If it's already happened, then let's work to get back to the joy in motherhood. It's time to reclaim your life, to live life full of joy and be restored back to who God has called you to be. Hey mama, welcome to Restored Mama. Do you wish your days didn't go by in a blur because you are so busy? Ready to kill it as a homeschool mom trying to juggle home, family, and business as well? Does it feel like you're just trying to survive the day until you put your kids to bed? Do you need a time management strategy to balance it all? Hey, I'm Jen. I too was a mom that was trying to do it all but accomplishing nothing. I too felt worn out and drained and wished for freedom and balance in my life. I wanted to enjoy life and live out the calling God placed on me. But I kept telling myself life was always going to be this busy and I would never escape being that hot mess mom who lost her identity to motherhood until I found structure and time management strategies that actually work. In this podcast, you will find ways to prioritize to help you balance it all, learn habits to bring ease in your day, God-centered conversations to help you focus on what is really important, and ways to enjoy motherhood so that you will be able to go to bed feeling accomplished and loving life again. Warm up that cold coffee, kick up your feet. You deserve a break. Are you depressed, filled with anxiety, stressed, and overwhelmed? Mom life can be hard, but it doesn't have to be. Ditch the Overwhelm is a course designed to help you find ways to manage your busy mom life with ease and enjoy the day-to-day life instead of waking up dreading the day to come. I know, you are already overwhelmed with life and you're thinking, it's impossible for me to do school on top of it. (laughs) Well, the title course can sound a bit intimidating and overwhelming in itself, but this course is created special for you, the overwhelmed mama. I had you in mind when I created this. It's designed to be able to get through at your own pace, and it's only a couple of hours of time that you have to devote to it each week to be able to get your life back. Doesn't that sound worth it? So give up one or two of those movies you plan on watching this next week and get started on ditching the overwhelm to see amazing changes be able to happen in your life. You will find balance in your busy mom life so you can actually have the time to do what God has called you to do. Learn how to manage your time effectively through time management routines and systems so you can free up more time than just those little cracks in your day. Keep that short fuse at bay and avoid feeling so spread thin every day. You can head on over to bit.ly slash ditch the overwhelm course or click the link in the show notes and sign up today. Only one more week of the introductory price and then that goes up. If you sign up in the next week, you'll save $170. That's a huge savings. 
If you can't get the course now, but you want some help to work through this season of overwhelm, you can book a one-on-one coaching session with me too. When you feel the need to ditch the overwhelm, life can get exhausting and you can get burnt out really quick. It can happen to a mom with one kid or 10. It can happen to a mom with kids of all ages and all stages of life. So I had a bit of a burnout feeling on Saturday, actually. I've been working so, so hard and my business is still new. Our nonprofit is still new. So there's not a whole lot of return coming in to show for the work that I've been putting in. And then all of the additional extra routines I've got to figure out and get into place because of our health things that are going on. If you're part of the Facebook community, you would have seen my posts on Saturday. Normally, I'm reading on the weekend. I try to read all the time just because I enjoy it. It's a nice relaxing thing for me. It's something that I can do for me without a lot of time, but I enjoy it. And this weekend, I just, I didn't read. I didn't plan on reading. I just knew it wasn't going to happen. I'm tired. I'm a little worn out. But my attitude around it is different than it used to be when I would get burnt out. And I didn't let myself get to the fully burnt out stage because I felt it coming. I knew it was coming. And I know how to stop it from getting worse. I can feel the signs. I see the signs. And I have things in place that I can do to prevent it from getting worse and continuing on until I just can't get out of it anymore. But not everybody has those in place. And so I want to talk to you today about mom burnout. What is mom burnout? Moms that are burnt out usually feel intense exhaustion, like more than normal for our busy lives. And they can become disengaged with the things and people around them, including their family. They end up just going through the motions instead of truly enjoying their time throughout the day. Is this you? Are you just going through the motions, feeling disengaged and beyond exhausted? Is that feeling of, oh, I just need a break, but I have no idea when or if I'll ever get it. And every day can just feel like a struggle. You aren't alone. It's more common than you think. Even I get it sometimes, but the difference is I know how to stop it. I don't just sit in it. I don't just wallow in it. I feel it. I work through it. And then I move on. I was curious. I hear people talk about mom burnout a lot. I used to be burnout, like a constant burnout, not just a little bit of a feeling, a part of a day, like it was on Saturday. And that extensive burnout, it led me down a really bad path. So I wanted to know how often this really happens. So like we all do and we're curious about something, I googled it. There was a survey done with 1,285 anonymous parents of children under the age of 18 who live at home, and it was done by Ohio State University. They took the university's online study between January 19th and April 28th of 2021, so like right after the whole COVID thing happened. The research found that 66% of working parents reported feeling burnt out. Groups that were most likely to experience burnout included mothers, parents of multiple children, and parents who struggle with anxiety. This study was done on both moms and dads, so I can only imagine how high that percentage would be if it were studied on 100% of only moms. When I googled the phrase mom burnout, there were over 9,320,000 results that came up. This is a real thing, moms. Mom burnout is real. Are you struggling with mom burnout? Mommy burnout symptoms can include a feeling that you're just falling apart as a parent. You're failing as a parent. 
You could be feeling tired and irritable, believing you're not good enough as a mother. That mom guilt is extreme. Now, it's totally normal to have moments of these emotions like I did on Saturday. It was just a moment. You make a mistake. You yell at your kids. You forget to do something you promised your kids that you would do. Mom guilt can creep in, feeling like you failed for a moment. It's normal. Is it normal to not enjoy being a parent at times? Yes, it's totally normal for moms to feel tired, frazzled, and even massively frustrated sometimes. We all feel it, and it's normal. But when you're burnt out, all these emotions are at a heightened level. They're more constant and prolonged instead of just at small moments in the day. Burnout is when you feel exhausted and overwhelmed and frustrated with all of your obligations. Burnout can lead to a severe lack of motivation, and that can make it really difficult for you to do everything that you need to do. As a mom, if you get burnt out, it's going to affect so much more than just you. It has a major impact on your kids' well-being, your relationship with your husband, and just your household overall. Your house might be a little extra messy because you can't keep it clean because you're just burnt out and don't want to do anything extra. Do you resonate with this? Does it sound like you? I've been there. It's so not fun. I'm sorry if you're feeling the mom burnout. I really am. But you don't have to stay there. Motherhood is not easy, but it should be enjoyable. God created you to be those kids' mama, and you need to be able to enjoy it. God is all about joy and being fulfilled. And if you're feeling that mom burnout, you're not feeling any of that. Maybe you're not even feeling God's presence very much because you're just burnt out and not even spending time in the word and spending time with Jesus. A few years ago, I was burnt out. My father-in-law was living with us in the start of our marriage. I don't recommend it. When you're in a new marriage, you need that time together. And we didn't really get that. I was a new wife, a mom of a child with a pretty big recent health diagnosis, because that was right after Georgia was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. I was a new stepmom, and I was working over full time, like well over 40 hours a week. But in that, I knew I wasn't operating in the calling God has placed on me, and I really felt unfulfilled. Even though I was great at my job, I was doing well, I was getting promoted, And in all worldly views, I was very successful in my work, but it wasn't fulfilling to me. It wasn't what I was supposed to be doing. So in all of this, I was majorly experiencing mom burnout. I didn't know what it was at the time. I felt alone, isolated, like I was the only one feeling this way. And I didn't know how to fix it. I didn't enjoy life. The stress with my father-in-law living with us added a lot of financial burden and emotional stress to me that I just, I was not already great at dealing with my emotions. Let's put it there. I think I've mentioned this before. I tried to suppress them instead of managing them, and it just didn't work. All this led to a massive burnout, and I started drinking in excess to try to mask these emotions that I didn't want to feel, that I didn't know how to feel, that I didn't know how to deal with. It was a really bad situation, and I am so thankful for a husband that stuck by me and supported me with no judgment. He was just there with love and support and encouragement and prayer. So if you're feeling the burnout, I know what you're going through. I have so been there. There is a way out. 
it doesn't have to be like this forever. And it's not going to be like this forever. Now, if I'm being totally honest with you, I can feel the start of burnout coming. Like I felt it Saturday. With Caleb's recent health diagnosis and him not sleeping as well at night, it's added a lot to me and I just wasn't prepared for it. But I know what burnout feels like. I know that it can happen if I don't deal with it. And I know the tools to prevent myself from getting to that point. Not everybody does. And I definitely didn't a few years ago. It took me going through it to learn how to prevent it from happening again. I want to teach you what I learned to help you get out of the mommy burnout and keep it from happening again. Thankfully, I have routines and systems set in place. So that way it's a lot easier for me to manage when I get to that burnt out feeling. I can manage it with the routines and systems and hop on out of it. But not everybody can. So you're burnt out. How do you move through this and start enjoying motherhood again? Your situation isn't going to change overnight. Caleb isn't going to all of a sudden not have type 1 diabetes unless God heals him, of course. God can do anything and we're believing for that. But that's the only way that he's just not going to have it. My responsibilities aren't going to end. Life is the same today as it was yesterday, including my spilt coffee all over the carpet when I went to record this morning. It didn't change while I was sleeping, so since nothing is physically changing right away, what do you do? First, go to God. Pray and read the word. The Bible is full of wisdom, insight, and encouragement. So find a few verses that are encouraging to you that you can repeat when you're having a really difficult time. I have a list here to get you started, but I really want you to dive in and spend some time in the word because that's what you need right now if you're burnt out. Psalms 34, 18, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Philippians 4, 5 through 7, the Lord is near. Do you see consistency here? The Lord is near. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present requests to God and the peace, the peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Isaiah 43, 2, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. We sang a song at church yesterday, and I can't remember the name of it. I'm going to have to find it. But there was a verse in there that talks about God changing the rivers into highways. And that resonated so well with me because right now I feel like we're trying to tread through a huge, massive flowing river. But God can turn that massive flowing river into a highway where you can just, instead of treading water, pushing through, you can just speed right on through. And so when I read this verse, it just clicked When we're going through the waters, he will be with us. He is going to turn those flowing rivers into a highway for you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through a fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. James 1, 2-4, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, 
not lacking anything. All right, now I want to sit on this verse for just a minute. Consider it joy when you face trials. What? I'm sorry, did the verse really just say that? Yes, yes, it did. If you stop there, it's pretty disheartening. I know. The trials I have gone through are definitely not a joyous occasion. I'm sure you're the same. But when you keep reading, it's not the trial itself that's pure joy. The joy is what the trial brings. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. That's what I want. When you're struggling with your trial, your mommy burnout, the exhaustion and overwhelm, I want you to think of this verse. This season is not easy, but the perseverance you learn through it and you grow and that growth that you will have after having gone through this is worth smiling about. That's the joy. All right. Second, you need to be honest about it with yourself and those closest to you. When burnout happens, usually we tend to retreat and become isolated. That is the worst thing you can do to get out of the burnout. You need your people, your husband, your family members, your friends, the Restored Mama Facebook community. Find where you feel safe and talk about what you're going through with them. Now, be careful. This is not a venting sesh on all things wrong with your life. We aren't just going to them to complain. It's not about complaining. So if you're going to be talking with somebody, make sure it's somebody that can help snap you out of it. Like Saturday, for example, I was complaining to my husband and I really did just want to vent. And he's a safe person to vent to. He knows my heart and he knows where I am at. He also just gave me some verses and he was encouraging and he was trying to snap me out of it. And that's what I needed in the moment. And I did message my mom because I wanted to vent. But I know that my mom is going to help snap me out of it too. She's not going to just sit and listen and and keep me in that wallowing state. So when I'm talking to people, I know it's people who are going to be the encouragers. They're going to not just coax me along. If I'm venting, they're not going to sit there. Yeah, I know. It's so awful. They're going to give me verses. They're going to give me encouragement. They're going to help try to snap me out of where I'm at. So keep that in mind when you're thinking about who you're going to go to. It's not to complain. This is so you can let people know what's going on with you so you can get the support that you need to get through it. Number three is create routines. When you have routines in your day, things run more smoothly. Your brain uses less effort when you're doing the tasks because they are routine. You don't have to think about it. They're almost habitual. It adds ease to your day so you can get things done quicker and easier. This helps ease the overwhelming feelings that can contribute greatly to mommy burnout. Number four, set boundaries. When you sign up for the Ditch the Overwhelm, you'll get a bonus module on boundaries. But until then, you can tune in to episode 38 for how to set appropriate boundaries. I have that linked in the show notes as well. It's important to learn to say no, set the boundaries, and know what you have the bandwidth for. You don't have the bandwidth to do everything. You have to place those boundaries. If your plate is already full, don't pile on a second helping of a dish because then it's just going to spill all over the plate and get on the floor. And that's the same when you sign up for more things than you can handle. You are going to just end up spilling all over. So don't pile more on your plate than you can handle. Five, plan and avoid multitasking. When you plan, 
Now, don't plan too tight where you get stressed when you don't get to the next task on time. But plan a loose, flexible schedule so you can keep each task separate and know that it's getting done without feeling the need to multitask. And then you feel like if you don't do 10 things at once, you won't get it done. But you have it planned out so you know it's going to get done. If you want more help with the planning and the multitasking, I have a full episode on it linked in the show notes, episode 43. It goes into details about why we shouldn't be multitasking when we have so much to focus and get done. And it also has some brain science behind how God created our minds. It's really interesting stuff. Six, don't compare. Comparison is one of our greatest enemies. Theodore Roosevelt said, comparison is the thief of joy. When you compare yourself to those around you, you won't measure up. That's how it is. When others compare themselves to you, they won't measure up. There's always going to be somebody that if you compare yourself to them, you will feel less than. But there's always going to be someone that if they compare themselves to you, they would feel less than. You know the saying, the grass is always greener on the other side. It's so true. But then when you get there, it's not always what you thought it would be. You don't see the full picture when you look at others. You see what they want you to see. They may not have it all together. They may not have their lives under control. Maybe they went into massive debt to get the amazing wardrobe they have, that huge, nicely decorated house. Or maybe they work so hard to pay for all that they have, they don't have time with their kids like you do. Or maybe they're living out God's calling and things are wonderful. And where you can see and the areas that you can't see, it's all wonderful. Who knows? You never know what is on the other side of what you see. So when you compare yourself to what you see in others, you will feel less than. It will steal your joy. Focus on where God has called you to be, what he has called you to do. Stop comparing to those around you and compare to yourself. Galatians 6.4 says each one should test their own actions. Then they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to someone else. Take pride in yourself and how far you have come. Look at what you can do and be proud of the gifts that God has given you. Don't compare to those around you because God has given them different gifts and God has called them to different things. Seven and the final tip, lower expectations. Oftentimes we can have too high of expectations of ourselves. We can get pressured by the comparison, what we see, what we tell ourselves we should be doing. This doesn't mean you aren't striving for excellence or doing your best at what you set out to do. The Bible talks about doing everything as if you were doing it for the Lord, which means striving for excellence. In Colossians 3.23, it says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Work as if you're working for God in all you do, which means doing things with excellence. But it doesn't mean you have to expect higher than what you can do. Remember what I said about knowing your bandwidth and don't fill your plate too full? It's the same with your expectations. Don't expect more than what you can do. And don't do more than what you can do with excellence. If you take on that extra task, and it's going to mean everything else is done without excellence, and it's just done willy-nilly, because you don't have the time or energy or bandwidth for it, then you shouldn't be taking on that extra task. So lower your expectations of yourself. Know what you can handle and do just that. When you put too high of expectations on yourself, you can't measure up. You can't meet those expectations. 
So when you lower your expectations to what is realistic and what you can do, then you're not going to get burnout striving for something that you can't reach. Motherhood is the most difficult, the most rewarding, the most exhausting job that exists. Getting burnt out, though, doesn't need to happen. It's okay if and when it does, though. It's it's okay. That's when these seven things will help you to be able to get out of it and back to enjoying motherhood the way it should be enjoyed, all while loving your life. When you are in the thick of it, stuck in the messy middle, burn out and exhausted, it's really hard to see that. But if you can start by trusting God to get you through this, then doing these practical seven tips, over time you will look back and say, wow, I can't believe I was there. And now I'm here. God is good. Life is good. I can't believe how far I've come. You will get there, mama. I know I've had a lot of verses in here today, but I want to leave you with this. Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me, get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me, work with me, watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. That's Matthew eleven twenty-eight through 30. Get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me. Work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. You don't have to be burnt out. Let God show you how to take a real rest. Walk with him. Work with him. He is right beside you, ready. Let him show you how to live life. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you liked the episode, please take a moment to leave a review. This helps to get Restored Mama out there into the world to help more mamas like you find the joy and freedom in the restoration God has waiting for them. If you like Mama's show, leave a review. It will help her get seen. I would love to hear your story, where you're at, and what you're hoping to learn and gain from Restored Mama. Send me an email at restoredmamapodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com to fill me in on your journey. I can't wait to hang out with you again next time. Until then, I hope this has blessed you today, and I can't wait to see what God is going to do in your life.